This is an exciting podcast. Nick, I'm very excited. What are your emotions like right now? Uh, off the scale. I can tell by your voice. It's electric. I'm really trying to get that thing that pro gamers have where they don't modulate their voice at all. I like how Nick only occasionally participates in the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast, immediately knows the demo of the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast listeners by going straight to the everyone here understands what pro gamers are like. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Nick. Matt has taken a, a vacation. Normally you would say a well-earned vacation, but we're going to be accurate and call it a vacation. Nick, we're going to talk about three podcasts this week. The first from uh, July 8th, that was with Shams Charania and then Matthew Baloney. <laughs> I, I don't know uh, if that's how you say his name. Uh, I might be full of Baloney. That was one hour, 37 minutes and 56 seconds. Uh, the second from July 10th, Mina Kimes, Jacko, and then Peter Gallagher in a very haphazard episode. That was one hour, 57 minutes and 55 seconds. And then finally, from July 14th, Chris Haynes and Alex Winter, two hours, five minutes and 56 seconds. I'm excited to talk about the Peter Gallagher one, or as I know him, Gallagher 3. <laughs> Following Gallagher the comedian, then Gallagher 2, the uh, purported comedian. Gallagher 2, his brother who stole the act and then got sued by Gallagher 1. It's yeah. the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. It's clobbering time. Oh, I like that. You know, we post the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast to the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast YouTube channel, I guess it's called. Mm -hmm. We've had two copyright claims that we've had to deal with. The first was for using uh, a snippet of a Parliament Funkadelic song, which is very disappointing because I don't feel like George Clinton would really care about the law. Yeah. <laughs> the second, even more surprising, was we used a snippet of the uh, theme to Chariots of Fire by Vangelis, which also got a copyright claim and we had to solve that. I think we replaced it or muted it or something like that. 1983 or 1984, and Vangelis is like, not making any money from the Bill Simmons podcast, podcast, YouTube clip. Get the lawyers involved. The July 8th episode, zero seconds in, bad branding. Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast. At two minutes and 11 seconds, listen to how decibels work. Everything I said in the San Elmo's podcast was at the loudest possible decibels. Decibels measure volume. It's like saying the farthest possible miles. At two minutes and 22 seconds, this hits a little close to home. So I keep redefining new ways to, uh, to screw up recording at home. I understand exactly what he's talking about. The difference, I guess, between the Bill Simmons podcast and those of us here at the Bill Simmons podcast podcast is we did not sell our business to Spotify for a purported $250 million. Bill wants us to believe that there were not professional sound engineers and architects who already came into his house uh, and built a beautiful, lush recording studio that's probably so Boston-proof that there's just a big button labeled voice that you pushed to turn it all on <laughs> and start speaking. You, you might not be aware, but on a, a fairly recent one with uh, Will Farrell. Uh, which he also put the video up of. He does the first seven minutes and then remembers that he's supposed to put the microphone in front of his face. But he you're was... totally right. I mean, he has a person, sometimes it's his cousin Kyle, who's actually his nephew, who is credited as being the producer, editor, and engineer. There is a, a professional individual who is paid to make sure they get this right and they still don't. It was, yet again, Bill Simmons is like, well, I guess I'll just hire a relative to deliver this pizza. 15 minutes later, hey, the pizza was delivered upside down and they spit on it. I can't believe this happened. <laughs> At 3.14, listen to what it is Quibi was celebrating. We're going to talk about Quibi, which is celebrating this week. It's three-month anniversary, also the three-month anniversary of what people 
when the free trial is up, whether they want to keep going with it or not. So the trial ended on day one? (laughs) I think the three-month anniversary of when the trial is up is the paper anniversary. It was the three-month anniversary of the trial for Quibi being up because it went live. We all were like, nope, executed. (laughs) (laughs) Did you try Quibi? No. At 3.43... I did not realize that an oven would be involved in the Patrick Mahomes NFL contract. Talk about Mahomes baking $503 million. He's baking $503 million. Baking. Which makes it sound a little bit like a money laundering scheme. It's the antipode of money laundering. First you bake the money, then you get the money stain on your t-shirt because you're eating it lying down on the couch. Then you have to launder the money. Pearl Jam at 3 minutes and 57 seconds, which Nick, as I'm sure you're aware from listening to us complain, way too long. Should be about two minutes. At 10.13, remember how you were talking about the Bill Simmons recording studio in his house, Nick? Mm-hmm. You're almost right. Being in uh, being too. in my back Me house too. watching basketball. He, he, he does, does it in his, his back house. His I second think, house. On that front house. Yeah. <laughs> At 12.10, this Joe Bluth nominee. It, it, looking back now. At 14.09, Nick, do you know what the definition of a variable is? Here's what our friends at Merriam-Webster say. A quantity that may assume any one of a set of values. Now listen to Bill use variable here at 1409. Figuring out how to account for an unknown variable like that. An unknown quantity that may assume any one of a set of values. That's redundant, isn't it? It's like using or going to an ATM machine. He should just smarten it up sci-fi style and call it a quantum variable. What is a quantum variable? <laughs> it would just mean like it could be one of two possibilities of it's one a, of It's many a variable that exists in a quantum state that the state of which actually isn't revealed until you look at the variable. Sure. And then later on you put a cat in a box and it maybe dies. At twenty two twenty nine, laughter. <laughs> so so him and- always better slowed down. Or as the kids say, chopped and screwed. <laughs> so so him and- at thirty six fifty six, I think Nick, we are missing a preposition. About who they reach out to, who they have relationships, who they'll text. Who they have relationships. Yep. Who they have relationships. I'm in favor here of a dangling preposition. Who they have relationships with, or potentially, if you want to be very pedantic, and we at the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast prefer pedantry, should be with whom they have relationships. Who I do they have relationships, Nick? Who relationships with? Uh, <laughs> it was like in The Hangover, when Zach Galifianakis is playing poker, and there's all those symbols everywhere, yes. except Bill yes. was flashing back to like fourth grade English, yeah. and he's like, oh, you can't end a sentence in with. What do you do? Chop yes. and screw the sentence. <laughs> At 41.23, English continues to be a challenge. These guys are so much more active, and they actually can be aggressive sometimes. Does he mean they actually can be aggressive sometimes? And they actually can be aggressive sometimes. Or does he mean they are actually can be aggressive sometimes? And they actually can be aggressive sometimes. Or does he mean there can exist an actually which can be aggressive sometimes? He got into one of those unknown variable sentences after (laughs) the word there. And what came out... Was the wrong quantum string. At 43.11, this Joe Bluth nominee. Rumors Miami has moved into the lead. At 43.16, this Joe Bluth nominee. Really, you could, the the whole course of NBA reporting. At 47.50, this swallow. Blew it up and got rid of those guys, one of those guys. At 49.16, unnecessary article. When the July 1st is coming. And at 50.12, another unnecessary article. At least since the 11.12, when we went from... 
At 5443, this Joe Bluth nominee. Full disclosure, we I, we even did a couple ad reads for them. At 55 minutes, this guy is a millionaire as a result of his work in the entertainment business. And he says this. We have this new way of entertainment. Nick, I don't think it is a new way of entertainment. It might be a new way of entertaining, but I don't think of entertainment makes sense in that context. At 5509. Can you imagine if Quibi had raised only $2 million? <laughs> they raised almost $2 million bucks. They'd be like, would explain. What, what are we going to have? We're going to have uh, Tom Hanks on for 75 seconds. They were like, what can we do with that? They were like, get Sam Raimi to make a show about a woman with a golden arm. And they were like, yeah, we'll have... <laughs> We'll have 1.5 million left. Easy. What are you talking about? That's a thing on there. It's called Golden Arm. Rachel Brosnahan. Oh, uh, from Mrs. Maisel? Yeah. She has pulmonary gold disease, according to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> she ends up with a golden arm. I mean, I don't want to ruin it. It's 90 no, seconds yeah, no that spoilers, you should definitely please. watch. At 58.35, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. At 103.38, subject verb agreement. The pandemic has shown that people's standards for what they watch has dropped all over the map. Should be have. People's standards has dropped. Uh, Bill's biggest takeaway from a pandemic is (laughs) people sure are watching a lot of stuff. (laughs) At 107.44, this swallow. I said this when it was happening, when they they launched their... At 107.49, this swallow. It seems like they were getting... At 107.57, this sounds like it has something to do with light. I think it could have gone a couple different ways, right? He means ways. At 108.51, if you're going to talk about revolutionizing something, you should probably know what that thing is. This is a premium experience. We're revolutionizing whatever. It's A, premium, and B, revolutionizing something. What do you think it was like the first time uh, Bill tried to pitch his whole podcast idea to somebody who had money? Oh, it's awesome. We're going to be in a room and we're going to do just whatever. People can just stuff it's going to be awesome. And yeah, some the whole was thing like, is, and we'll do another piece. <laughs> and, and some dude was like, yeah, blank check. We want this. This is a person who was a journalist. Uh, well, and, well, Nick, let's not be hasty. <laughs> okay, this is he a person about sports. who worked in words uh, and worked in words long enough and well enough to work for ESPN, yet he has no idea how to conjugate verbs or how to speak. And I think it has to be that when he sits down at a computer... He has the opportunity to think about things. It's that he cannot express them in the way he does in writing because he has no chance to edit. Also, he might suffer from gamer syndrome because I think he reads stuff and like jerks around on the internet while he's talking. Because if you notice, he's got a lot of that flat monotone at times where it's yes. like, oh, you're multitasking. Your brain's saying one thing, uh, but like your eyes are reading like BuzzFeed's top 10 women wearing towels. And he's yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I 100% agree. You'll hear it in his some of his crazy affirmations. Uh, which I think we'll get to later, where it's clear he has no idea what he had just agreed with. At one twelve thirteen, my notes say chop swallow. Couple good things, and it's these. At one twenty nineteen, things. Find all these other things. At one twenty two oh four, thing. Trying to reboot some ten minutes at a time action thing. At one twenty six twelve, another need for a preposition. Ten minutes what? at a time. I think he means Nick. Ten minutes at a time. At 126.37, this is the best time to have ideas. His seventh best idea that he came up with at 11. Yeah, I think... He starts to say that he came up with and realizes, I don't know how this is going to end. So he says, at 11. Instead of saying, at the 11th hour, which is a possible uh, cliche he could have chosen to use. But no, he just bails. Well, I was just checking my list for my seventh best idea right now. uh, And it was, put nacho chips and shredded cheese in mouth, gopher jog, instant nachos. (laughs) Gut nachos? 
Yep. Or do you keep them in your mouth the whole time? Well, in my mind, you keep them in your mouth, and you let that body heat, and I guess some saliva. It's sort of, I guess, more of a nacho soup. It's an idea in progress right now. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Maybe if no, I... No. Did you yeah, ever, like, uh, when you were in school, like, you would come in from recess, and then you would go to the water fountain, and then there'd be the kid who would fill his mouth up with water, and then not swallow, and go back to his desk, and proudly sit there with a mouthful of water? No. Was that you? <laughs> no, I never did that. But I had multiple different kids doing that. I never understood why they would do that. I guess the idea was... This way, if I get thirsty in 15 or 20 minutes, I got this handy water here and all I have to do is swallow. But by that time, it's like, mmm, nice syrupy mouth temperature water. How refreshing. At 134.25, this bail. Cool. You're going to, and within four weeks. At 135.17, Joe Bluth nominee. Jesus. <laughs> really? And, uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg and that. At 137.17, unnecessary article. We'll see what happens with the basketball. And at 137.21, unnecessary article. I'm ready. If the basketball comes back. Unnecessary article would also be a good name for whatever bill starts once he sells the ringer. Well, no, he sold the ringer to Spotify. And now there's some speculation on Reddit as to how long he sticks around and whether he goes off and does his third vanity project in a row. Shoot, I got to go register unnecessaryarticle.com fast. (laughs) We'll be back after this. Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You know what I was thinking I would like to have is a video game that's like Dungeons and Dragons where you create your own characters, but you don't need a bunch of different joysticks to play with a bunch of people, and then I can just play with my kids on the Switch or the PlayStation 3. So, like, you want to be a dungeon master and then control what they do? The game is the dungeon master, and then Uh I can have, like, an archer, and then the one girl can be, like, a princess, barbarian or something, and then the other one can be, you know, like, an elf warrior, and then we just kind of walk around and cool things happen, but it's not too hard. Is there a game like that? So you want one that's that's easygoing with multiple classes that can be played co-op among multiple people? Yeah. I'll look into it. If you Bill Simmons Podcast podcast fans know of this game, you can email us at bspodpod at gmail.com or reach out to all of our various bullshit social media accounts. It's uh, probably important to note, too, they are looking for a barbarian princess character. <laughs> We would settle for one or the other, but it's got to be a girl. Ah, good. I'm glad Nick is back. Where's that cancel button on the Patreon? (laughs) Nick, on the second podcast of two weeks ago, although we plan to do one podcast from just last week, the first guest was Mina Kimes, followed by Bill Simmons' Lackey Jacko, and then, as you uh, call him, Gallagher 3. Sledgematic. Mina Kimes, much, much smarter than Bill. (laughs) <laughs> and also seems to know a lot more about football and how football works than Bill. Zero seconds in, bad branding. Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast. And as my uh, friend from Twitter, Massa Capital, points out, Bill, in the last week or so, has gotten better at branding his podcast. He's actually started calling it the Bill Simmons Podcast, which is what it is. Nick, as you know, 
We at the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast take 100% credit for what Bill has done. 20 seconds in, listen to this. He was laid off COVID during COVID-19 and needed to find another job. That is a an ad read for ZipRecruiter, which he botches, then does not reread. You need to make that Spotify money now, Bill. At 114, Bill tries to say spectacularly and fails, as he says here. Absolutely spectacularly. It felt like he bailed at the end. Spectacularly. Was he talking about swingers in the previous thing? He's doing a promo for the Rewatchable Swingers podcast. You know, I almost lived in the apartment from Swingers. Really? The apartment? Yeah. Yeah, it came down to that one or the place that we got, and uh, they didn't allow dogs, and, and we've got two. And the guy was like, well, you could just always get rid of them. The highway's right here. And we're like, <laughs> no. Wait, was yep. he saying just go throw your dogs on the highway? Yeah. And like to him, that was a perfectly normal thing to say to prospective tenants because uh, rent occupancy is, is so high. What happens when the Wi-Fi goes out? Right. I also didn't just love Just throw the, the router on the highway. You'll be fine. <laughs> At 135, Bill is talking about the reason the rewatchables did an episode on Stand By Me. Here's why. In the honor of Showbiz Kids, we're going to do Stand By Me on the rewatchables on Monday night. Isn't it in honor of? You, yeah, you don't need that the at all. So this is just a straight up unnecessary article. Yeah. At 215, a Joe Bluth nominee. And <laughs> the unsolved mystery. Of- at 234, Pearl Jam. Much better. At 10 minutes and 34 seconds, ceiling height, possibly variable. Well, it has the ceiling went so much higher this is everything you look for really in a non-sequitur from bill simmons the dragging well as the intro well which means as you point out probably wasn't paying 100 percent attention <laughs> has to use that time filler to process from his short-term memory what it was me just said then just come up with some bullshit fake idiom to talk about the way in which a team's potential has grown at 11 12 Remember how we were talking about the uh, professionalism surrounding the production of the Bill Simmons podcast? Mm-hmm. Well, listen to this. And this is so? what we do. Well, this is what we do as, Are you there? We, we do it as sports fans, right? Nice job by host of the podcast, Bill, in noticing that something is f***ed <laughs> up. No, just barrel on through. He has a sound engineer who apparently does a job, but doesn't do anything like edit out swallows, uh, smooth <laughs> yes. out transitions. Thank you. Like, yes. There's all kinds of massaging you can do to fix that. But meanwhile, Cousin Paycheck is sitting there going, all right, export raw. Well, the, <laughs> yeah, export raw sounds like the weirdest sushi joint in uh, <laughs> Manhattan, Kansas. I think these episodes, which tend to be a little bit more smoothed out, were produced by Craig who is a different producer as opposed to Cousin Kyle, and there is a noticeable increase in quality. That doesn't mean, however, that there is not a swallow here at 1622. Planning for... How do you plan for something? At 1649, I wonder what Dr. Fauci would say about this. Turns out a pandemic doesn't slow down when people aren't uh, aren't, aren't being uh, healthy enough. It's correct. There is a certain logic to it. If people aren't being healthy enough, a pandemic doesn't slow down. It's just like how we stopped the tuberculosis epidemic by that are you being healthy ad campaign. People just (laughs) didn't realize. They were like, oh, we got to be more healthy. That was the thing that was giving us TV. At 1829, this bail. To see if somebody had a last minute COVID or not. I, I think people are all in. At 2119, this is what Bill calls Coach Pete Carroll. Now a ringer co-worker of mine. For him to be a co-worker, Nick, I think he would have to be an employee. And that's one of the criticisms that people 
both inside the ringer and outside the ringer have of Bill's administration, which is that he hires a bunch of people, but they are not employees. So for instance, someone like coach Steve Kerr or coach Pete Carroll, or a lot of the diverse hires he's made in the last two or three months are not technically employees, which means they don't get the benefits of being employees. They do, however, benefit Bill by making him appear to be a more diverse administrator, which is truly holographic. Listen to this expert, Nick, at 2247. And even talking to them in the little pre-show thingies we have or whatever, it's just... Yeah, the pre-show thingies or whatever. (laughs) Have you ever uh, heard of the concept of luck? Things happening that are good by chance? Yes. Listen to how luck works at 2252. How much luck... Yeah. Needs to happen. I don't think luck happens. I think you get lucky. I think you can have luck, but I don't think luck is a thing that occurs. Yeah, like there's not one single moment where like there's a shining light, the luck hits, and you're yeah. like, oh, I, I landed my, you know, jump on my skateboard. I feel like the only time you can say luck happens is when you're filming a TV show uh, and you have to execute a horse, uh, which is. <laughs> Horses, not the nicest animals in the world. I mean, of all the animals think- that have tried to hump me. The only one that I felt had true malice in its heart was a horse. The the only animal I actively dislike probably is the horse. At 25.52, I'm not sure what is pretty confident. Enough stuff's come out that it seems pretty confident that's what happened, right? What seems confident? What he means is everyone seems pretty confident or it seems pretty likely that that's what happened. But I don't think you can say it seems confident. At 34.16... What have the rules done now? Especially with the way the rules have moved into the favor of having a quarterback like that. Previously, Nick, the rules did not have that favor, but now they do. It sounds like a religious thing, honestly. It sounds like it's a broken ad for Kool-Aid where you (laughs) jump into the favor. Oh, wait, let me try that one more time. Jump into the flavor at 36.52. Unnecessary article. You don't see it happen as much with the football? At 37.54, this swallow. But lately... The thing I love most. At 38.02, this swallow. Exception right now. FanDuel. At 38.09, this botch. And on US, UFC 251. And at 38.56, this swallow. Only. Max bonus. The previous three swallows and botch, all during a paid advertisement. You got to get your money's worth. At 45.47, these swallows, not an ad. I and think a wide I, myriad of things. I might have said this before. At 46.23, bail. We lasted three... Baseball to me. My notes at 49.55, Nick. Question mark, question mark, question mark. We're going to have to sneak out, question mark. The chandelier is broken. Like, can you deduct that from the price? And, or yeah, you said the air air conditioning actually doesn't work. So we're going to have to say you got it. So he's he's talking about buying a house and he, I guess, is doing the walkthrough or whatever it's called, the home inspection, and realizes that in addition to there being a broken chandelier, there's something messed up with the air conditioner. And so as a result... He wants to sneak out. So we're going to have to say you got it. Or stake out. So we're going to have to say you got it. I don't know what he wants. At 50 minutes and nine seconds, this Joe Bluth nominee and then botched cliche. That's right. I, I, it is That's a right. classic couldn't see the forest through the trees with anything. Technically, Nick, it is see the forest for the trees. If you check it, this out on Wiktionary, you can also see as alternative forms, see the wood for the trees, see the forest but for the trees, see the forest through the trees, very rare, which as you of course know, comes from the John Haywood 1546 documentation of an English proverb. You yeah. cannot see the wood for trees. I mean, who doesn't know John Haywood? But I looked it's- it up on the free dictionaries idioms site and you cannot find see the forest through the trees if the forest was through the trees it would be a forest behind another forest exactly or just one large forest you would have to look through a bunch of trees 
to see a different cops on the far yep. side of those trees you're looking through. Can I just plug John Haywood's The Merry Play between the pardoner and the friar, the curate, and the neighbor Pratt? I'm much more of a fan of the uh, law firm he was a part of. I think his partner, uh, Steve Jablomi, was yeah. uh, uh, listed second on the sign. <laughs> At 52.32, this Joe Bluth nominee. What? This well, never happened before you turned 50. At 58.46, my favorite recent verb. My daughter and I ended up plowing through all of these. At 59.30, this Joe Bluth nominee. It was like, wait, what? Like, it was the rare documentary. At 104.27, a new word is added to the English language. Nothing has really emerged since. This is where Bill has decided he's about to say is, and is about to say really, and has decided he will bring the R from really forward a word to say riz. Riz. I think it riz cromulent. <laughs> At 111.37, in earlier podcasts, this would have been considered a Buffalo Bill nominee, but I think it's possibly more appropriately an Ed Grimley nominee. It's reason 230 why you should never do one of those DNA, find out what you're what your genes are thing. Well, it also concerns me because I'm not currently a serial killer, but if I want to get into that, if I submit my DNA, I've already hamstrung myself. Yep. You know? On the other hand, our father would be, I think, totally stoked if genetic genealogy caught you as a serial murder because he is a huge <laughs> fan of genetic detective. At 114.13, this bail. And then it's New right. York. It's the blackout. It's it's that whole crazy and the whole yep, thing kind of takes summer, up. Yep. Nick, I assume, because you're a smart culture guy, you know uh, the use of dog whistle as it uh, kind of relates to code words being used, especially by, I don't know, say the president. Mm -hmm. Does it matter how big the dog whistle is? Does it matter how blatantly apparent it is? See, Nick, I can understand why you're confused. So was I when I heard this at 121.42. Now the dog whistle is like three feet three feet big that he's blowing. Nick, does it matter that he's blowing a three feet big dog whistle? It depends, because if you're trying to get Clifford the big red dog, you got to use the big dog whistle. I feel like if you have a three feet big dog whistle, it's going to produce a much lower tone and therefore not necessarily only be audible to dogs. It would be like the tuba of dog whistles. <laughs> you blow that thing and suddenly whales are beaching themselves. Yeah, right. <laughs> At 125.37, more talking in English. And the the they kept the uh, Alonzo in a freezer. Yeah. Then put, put it, that's that. So you're doing a parlay of uh, all those things. It sounds like at one twenty six twenty five this swallow. It's an unsolved podcast at one twenty eight oh two this Joe Bluth nominee. And then listen to bill reference one of his favorite TV dads and how he does it. You know, you, like I was like family ties, Alex P Keaton's dad, something like that. You know what Alex P Keaton's dad's name was? Uh, the first thing that came to mind was Michael Keaton. And I just feel like that can't possibly uh, be correct. The guy's name was Stephen Keaton, played by Michael Gross. All right. But if you pretend to be a huge fan of Alex P. Keaton's dad and then did not know his name, it seems like it's at odds with the being a huge fan part. At 128.15, this laughter. <laughs> Always better slow down. <laughs> at 132.45, this laughter. <laughs> Whoa. At 137.11, this laughter. <laughs> at 153.32, unnecessary article. I also love the Nantucket. At 153.43, I'm not sure Bill understands how when you die and you're married, it works. She's just going to play a ghost in this movie who, who basically torments her widow. Does Michelle Pfeiffer torment her widow? Is she married to a lady? She could torment someone else's widow, but it would be unusual, A, that a movie in the late 80s or early 90s is about a married female couple, yeah. uh, and also that one of them dies, and then the one who dies torments the woman she loved enough to marry, unless maybe she's murdered by her own wife. At 157.15, Matt, remember... God, Nick, sorry. 
<laughs> it's okay. Mom calls me uh, her daughter sometimes. <laughs> At 157.15, remember the apartment that you and your wife did not rent in L.A.? Mm-hmm. What was the apartment known for? It was where Swingers was filmed. Oh, listen to Bill say it correctly. San Elmo's Fire and Swinger this week. <laughs> and can I say, the, the apartment we did go with, uh, the building manager slyly winked at me and said, you know, this is where the Night Stalker lived. Oh, really? Yeah, we lived in the Night Stalker's old apartment. We'll be back after this. Voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Matt, as always, we want to thank the people that support us monetarily, not the people that support us emotionally, uh, because honestly, emotional support doesn't pay the bills the way Josh N., Jeff G., Scott B., Sean, and our friends at College Football Brothers Podcast support us with money. They do it through Patreon, patreon.com slash bspodpod. You can also support us as David P. and Scott B. do through Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash bspodpod. David, as we always say, you're giving us too much money. Also, I think Scott B. is possibly giving us money through Anchor and Patreon. Scott, it's not worth it. Thank you very much to our producers. There's also that theory that Lincoln was a covert pro wrestler. Oh, I, th- I think, like, when he was younger, he may have been, like, an overt pro wrestler. Like, didn't he just go wrestle dudes? Like, back in the day, I, I don't think, uh, back in the day meaning, like, the 1840s, I think there were just, like, barnstorming wrestlers, and then you would legitimately try to pin them. And he was one of those guys, right? I hope he wrestled under a sweet name like the Tarantula, because, you know, he was just elbows and knees. Here are all the things Bill and his guests found delicious in the last week, or just funny sounds. Well, there mm. was, especially mm. in the... Mm. And mm. Mm. Do get a mm. few awards. Mm. Mm. Test mm. board. Mm. Right. Mm. You know, mm. that... Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. okay. Mm. Like, some of these... Mm. Mm. Nick, the third podcast on this episode was the July 14th episode with Chris Haynes. Not sure I've heard of him. Uh, and Alex Winter have definitely heard of him, but they waste a lot of time before they talk to you about why you've heard of him. One second in, bad branding. Today's episode of the BS Podcast. At 257, Pearl Jam. At 543, this laughter. <laughs> <laughs> At 1342, unnecessary article. I'm starting to get excited for the hoops. At 1351, variables. And it would have removed a lot of variables for just a couple hundred extra people that maybe didn't need to be there. So by having 22 teams in the NBA bubble, there are a couple hundred extra people who are there, and those people have variables. At 1658, subject-verb agreement. You're going to have the seventh seed and the eighth seed is just going to suck. Also, this is different than when the seventh and the eighth seed are usually so compelling. (laughs) Right, yeah. They're really contending. At 1712, listen to the math for the contenders. Where you have the three teams... Maybe three and a half if you include the Celtics. How can you have a half team as a contender? You know, you could say 
three, maybe four, but one half of the Celtics. He's that coach who's like, uh, listen, ref, Jason Tatum, Taco Fall, Kemba Walker, and Gordon Haywood are out there. My team's on the floor. It's like, there's only (laughs) four, Bill. My team's on the floor. (laughs) And then they win the championship, and Bill's like, I knew it. This half, this point five of the Celtics, it's all heart. Those other bums can pick up their (laughs) rings out behind the arena. At 1752. The superstar driving this the hardest. I think you can drive a conversation, but I'm not sure if you can be the hardest driver of a conversation. You're the person who makes sure that they continue talking about the Celtics. At 2231, this Joe Bluth nominee. LaMarcus, it it was like the classic. At 2535, this Swallow. Popovich? But then he ends up with Kawhi. At 2831. You know, I'm a big fan of creating your own breaks. I know I certainly did way, way, way back when. This is how he created his own breaks. Rich white kid from the suburbs goes to rich white kid school, then goes to prep school, then goes to rich white Holy Cross, starts doing uh, his uh, AOL column basically for free, does a little bit of local reporting, and manages to circulate his column to friends and family who are rich, white, and well-placed. And what do you know? He gets a bunch of great jobs. Is that making your own breaks? At 3215, Bill says this sentence. Top five, we care about basketball more than anything else. I always call him the... I like the way that there are no segues between his thoughts. You just fall off a cliff and then brush yourself off and keep going. I'm not even sure he brushes. He just stands up and sprints. At 33.45, this bail. It would be another, like, 2,000. I was like... At 38.01, I have never heard Bill say this, ever. I always call it watering the plant. Yeah. He made sure he watered the plant. Have you ever heard anyone say that? No, but I like it that he felt like he needed to explain what watering the plant meant. <laughs> just This is a new term I've just discovered. I'm trying to popularize it in the lexicon. At 43.48, this laughter. <laughs> At 45.56, this Joe Bluth nominee. Doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. And, and all the stuff he thought. At 55.22, unnecessary article. Oh, the 14. Oh, wow. That team was the excellent. Four. At 55.58, bail. And the slash and kick and all these. They, they just kind of knew who they were. At 56.55, listen to the aggressive agreement. They got to come at some point, Bill. But You think? Bill seems like he is perfectly predisposed to using Zoom. Like it seems so fit for his skill set of not understanding anything. (laughs) There's got to be like 10 hours of archive footage of him going, is this on? Can you hear me? Are you there? What? At 104.41, listen to what Bill subscribes to, or perhaps listen to what Bill subscribes. I am a subscriber of the younger teams. It's an advantage. He believes in the concept that having a younger team in the NBA in the bubble situation is good for your team. Which is different than where there's regular NBA and you really want an old beaten down team. Yes. At 107.25, Bill tries to add a little bit of the Simmons essence to this ad read and fails. If you can dream, if you can probably bet through FanDuel Sportsbook. I wonder if the copy read, if you can dream, you can bet through FanDuel Sportsbook. But he decided to make it if you can probably bet. At 107.32, this botch. The right thing for you to do is download download FanDuel Sportsbook. Nick, now we move on to the Alex Winter part of the podcast. And I could not figure out why for the longest time they did not talk about how Alex Winter is Bill S. Preston Esquire. From Bill and Ted at 109.57, this Joe Blues nominee. Finally here. The, I, you know, obviously there's... At 114.15, listen to how Bill looks at things. And so I was always looking at the prism of... Is it worth it? There's a long pause there, Nick, as Bill realizes, I just said I looked at it in the prism of, what do I say now? Because the whole time he wanted to say, is it worth it? But sadly, his mouth spit out the word, 
prism. I used my Is It Worth It prism the other day to decide what to watch on TV. You just load up a bunch of stuff and you hold it up and whichever thing you could see clearly, you're like, guess I'm watching MTV's The Challenge. That was the uh, variable my Is It Worth It <laughs> prism gave me. At 114.30, peace. I think the piece that I never had really... At 115.38, he means podcasts. When I have actors or actresses on the podcast. At 115.57, possible Buffalo Bill nominee. People are making fun of him because, you know, yeah. oh yeah, Explorers, that sucked. At 117.34, litigate. Some of those things, we've learned how to lit litigate them. So the things that they've learned how to litigate, Nick, appear to be things like having young kids play prostitutes. Brick Shields is making pretty babies. She's 13 playing a hooker. Having child predators on set. That's when predators start going into the business in a real way. And drugs. The 80s cocaine has become a real thing. Here's what litigate means for our friends at Merriam-Webster. To carry on a legal contest by judicial process or to decide and settle in a court of law. So they are somehow deciding and settling in a court of law, kids playing prostitutes, or deciding and settling in a court of law, cocaine. Bill has almost always used litigate incorrectly in his podcasts. This, however, is the most incorrectly he has ever used litigate. At 117.51, I think he means back. Where you get an instant feed pack. A feed pack is what you use to fill the feed bag on a horse. So the horse has a feed bag on his mouth, and then on his back, a much bigger pack filled with feed, also known as the feed pack. Feed pack. And then, if you want to make sure you can microwave the feed that's in the feed pack, it's an instant feed pack. One of the reasons I got into performing was the feed packs you got before the show. <laughs> At 132.41, finally, they start talking about Bill and Ted. You become the guy from Bill and Ted. It has been since about 109, just about 23 minutes. As far as I'm concerned, Nick, 23 minutes too long. At 137.12, more bad English. He's basically became, I think. He has basically become, or he basically became, but not he has became. This is like the Chris Farley show, except instead of wanting to interview Paul McCartney about Wings or Be the Beatles, he was like, hey, Paul, uh, remember when you made breakfast? And he's like, who ca what? Who cares? Get to the Bill and Ted. Nick, remember how you said uh, Bill has the gamer attention span where he's definitely scrolling through his Facebook feed or something while he's pretending to listen? Yep. Here's an example at 139.51. Lo and behold, he didn't. Right. Well, we did the... You can tell when there's a right, right, a long pause, and then well. Well... Doesn't matter what you just said, Alex Winter. He was not listening. At 143.06, out of context theater. They're just... They're getting it on. At 143.18, Nick. People are going to die and you're going to lose all your stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> The first part does sound terrible. The whole, the death, you know, that sounds bad. What he's talking about there is cocaine and drug abuse in the 80s. The uh, lose all your stuff. I don't know. Maybe uh, think that through a little bit more. Listen to the things at 145.35 that Bill believes are distinct about the 80s. That air is so distinct. The hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. All that stuff. It's really great. Here's the list. Hair, all that stuff. You can list off a lot of stuff pretty easily, starting with Alf uh, and you know, <laughs> going all the way to Xevious. Like, it's not that hard. At 150.04, more blind affirmation. Man, thank you so much. All right. Wow, that's really how you send Alex Winter off. How can you not yell Wild Stallions rule? <laughs> San Dimas High School football rules, right? Station. At 154.27, this swallow. 92 range. And it was really hard. At 154.59, this swallow. I think it was a big reckoning. At 155.06, thing. This is the same way that the Len Bias thing was. Now, of course, Nick, when he says Len Bias thing, he means 
Len Bias's untimely fatal drug overdose. At 157.25, I think checking boxes used correctly. Let's check all the boxes of who can, how somebody can become an A-plus list movie star. At 157.31, he finally gets around to explaining what he means, and I still think he's wrong. They were the only two people that were gifted with the car wash package. This is how he explains the car wash package uh, about 15 seconds later. You go to the car wash and it's like, which... Which section do you want to get for your car? And there's that one where it's like, all right, for $39.99, we'll do everything. There is not a single car wash package, which is why this use of this turn of phrase is wrong. Because there's a bunch of different packages at the car wash. The silver package, the gold package, the diamond package, the platinum package. If he called this the platinum package, that would make sense. But just to call it the car wash package implies there's a single car wash package, and there's not. At 158.31, unnecessary article. The Indiana Jones was interesting. At 202.55. Fits into the context of that movie is. That is not how you say context. Context. At 204.28, he means paths. The four paths are all in this movie. It sounds like he's talking about an old school Madden offensive uh, option list where you have four (laughs) different pass plays, but he's talking about paths. Nick, thank you for being our special guest host on this episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Watch out for quantum variables. You never quite know what's coming your way. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Nick. They're just, they're getting it on. Make Beria tacos, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I hope Bill hears that part. I know he's a regular listener. (laughs) Yeah, we think he is. That's why he's uh, managed to stop doing the the bad branding at the the beginning. Easy for me to say. You got that. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Let me tell you how to run your podcast. I'm in charge of this thing now. The guy that rides a train around and then just murders people in their homes and then sometimes sets them on fire. And then he yeah. came up with the person he thought it was. Yeah, it's the like, man uh, from some German immigrant or something. Yeah, the man from the train, which yeah. is is doubly scary because if you go visit our father who lives <laughs> in the Midwest, less than a mile from an old train line, you're just like, geez, I hope that guy wasn't immortal. Yeah, but the, I mean, that's the thing you told me about that. And you're like, Gary, definitely getting murdered by the man from the train. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is totally true. Except for that happened like 125 years ago. Still possible. Same thing when I lived there and I read um, In Cold Blood. I read that when I lived there. And then I was cooking one day at night, looking out the kitchen window and somebody ran through the backyard. And I was like, that's it. We're getting cluttered. I'm going to go tidy up the basement because I'm getting tied up and murdered down there. <laughs> and I don't want to be gagged on a dusty floor. Oh, the last thing I want is I'm about to be executed in my own basement is all those like basement crunchies on me. Like I laid down in a Long John Silver's box. Gross. (laughs) Couldn't we argue that a taco is just a pizza that has been aggressively uh, rolled? I think it basically every food stuff that includes carbohydrates is essentially a form of toast. Yeah, that's true. You know, think about it. Uh, Pop-Tarts, basically toast, different kind of bread, stuff in the middle. Pizza, basically toast, different kind of bread, different kind of stuff on top. Hoagie, basically untoasted toast, different kind of bread, stuff in the middle. There, like the the genus uh, is toast, and then the species <laughs> is hoagie, yeah. and then the, the xylem is dipped or uh, with tomato sauce. Xylem? <laughs> <laughs>